Welcome to the Send Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss horse health, nutrition, training and performance. Welcome everyone to the next instalment of the Send Nutrition Podcast. This is your host, Brian and Peter. How are you, Peter? I'm very well, thank you, Brian. This afternoon, how's your day been? Oh, it's been good, busy, but good. Brian, this is our third podcast, so we've, um, we've really enjoyed doing these podcasts and I think they're going so well that 2GB might be calling you to give you Alan Jones's old job on, on, on Talkback Radio. Will I be getting the gold microphone? Not yet. Okay, alright. <laughs> um, to all our listeners as well listening, thank you very much for joining us. Um, today we're going to cover our latest flagship product, the Grain Free Complete. We're going to go into basically what the product is, how it works, so pretty much all the, all the nitty gritty that the product does. Yeah, so the Send Complete Grain Free, it's, it's a five-in-one feed. What we tried to aim is to hit the National Research Council uh, vitamin mineral requirements, but also have it in one of the healthiest uh, fiber pellets available on the market. Brian, we were striving to make the lowest sugar and starch product on the market. Um, when we were proud to announce that we managed to, to get the sugar and starch down to 2.9%, which, um, which we think is the, is the lowest in Australia, if not the world. Yeah, so a, a few highlights of this new feed is the high fiber content, which is over 33%. Uh, we've got the live probiotics and prebiotics. The whole pellet is molasses free. It's 100% grain free. And it's mill run free as yep. well. So with the previous um, complete formula that we had, uh, we needed the, the mill run sort of through it to make the pellet bind so it didn't crumble. But with the technology obviously that's, that's advanced over the last couple of years, we've sort of jumped all over that and managed to, to, to get rid of the mill run, get rid of the molasses and, and have a true grain free product. But most of all, um, we're using 100% Australian raw ingredients as well. So the grain-free uh, basically is an all-in-one complete feed, which is the next generation product to the original complete formula. Um, and what that means is basically um, that the fibre level is, is substantially higher, which obviously helps with the fermentation in the hindgut. The feeding rate is very similar um, at a minimum of sort of half a kilogram to, to one kilogram. Our listeners still have to obviously feed the recommended 1.5% of body, of body weight in, in, in hay or pasture. But this has taken basically the product to the next level, having a grain free. Um, we're able to get a really, really nice clean pellet. Um, most of all, that's, that's very palatable. We're getting a lot of horse owners um, sending back feedback and inquiries that the horses absolutely love it. Um, the palatability isn't an issue. So it's, it's ticking a lot of boxes in that sense. Yeah, so in the complete grain-free, the sugars and starches are very low. They're very safe for horses that are insulin resistant, uh, grain intolerant, that have equine metabolic syndromes, Cushing's or PSSM. But not only for these conditions, it's for all horses. It keeps the hindgut healthier. There's less acidic issues in the hindgut and you're going to have a healthier horse through their digestive system. And particularly with the environment of the hindgut, like this lactic acidosis from the hindgut fermenting the sugars and starches, it can lead to the death of the microorganisms inside and the health concerns such as colic and laminitis stem from this. Just going back onto the, um, the original complete formula, Brian, we, we did use the soy hulls because that was um, what we could readily get available to, to, to keep the product as high fibre as possible. Yeah, that was 
probably five years ago. Five years yeah. ago. We did run into a few issues with the soy house. Um, the bigger problem was palatability. A lot of the horses just did not want to eat it, which caused a big problem for, for horse owners as well as ourselves. That we, you know, we had a product that we thought was the best on the market, but palatability seemed to be a big issue. Yeah, so uh, I think that was in the pink bag. I think it was called Cool Energy. Cool Energy. We're very proud of those pink bags, weren't you, Brian? <laughs> pink printed Pink bags. printed. They were um, the early yeah, days. I think it was a, a year into that, we then switched to Lupin Hulls. Correct, correct. And, and we saw immediate changes with horses, with trainers and clients and better results. It was a big game changer going into the Lupin Hulls, obviously, for... For numerous reasons, palatability. Um, obviously, lupins are a lot more palatable than what soya beans are. It sort of took us onto another level where the feedback from from the end users was was a lot more consistent in a positive way, rather than the bad feedback that you know my horse won't won't touch it. Yeah, one thing with soy, apart from the palatability, is that uncooked soybean has a few anti-nutritional factors, and one of the significant ones is the trypsin inhibitor. So the trypsin inhibitor in soybean, it effectively alters or reduces protein digestion. So even the overall diet, not, not just in the soy hulls, so they need to be heat treated and we couldn't be sure that the soy hulls were heat treated, so it was best to avoid them. One question we do get asked a lot about the grain-free product is, who who was it developed for and what horse disciplines can use it? Well our listeners probably know there's there's you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different products for different disciplines and for different horses. And people ask us why do you only have the one product? And and it's a very valid question and Brian and I can address it today. Is basically with the NSC level that Brian mentioned, we, we try to hit all the vitamins all the minerals is for a weanling, a yearling, a, you know, a horse that's a hack that's that's you know, that's an endurance horse. So what we do is we adjust the feed in terms of the kilogram weight. So the more work that a horse does, the more obviously we feed the product, the less a horse work does or the younger it is, the less it needs of the product. Um, so this is the reason why we only have the one product. And, and as we said, it, we just basically adjust the feed rate. So the roughage obviously doesn't change, but the, the, the grain free does change depending on, on the age and, and the work of the horse. Yeah, and what the complete grain free does is it really complements any other calorie sources in the diet. So if you have a horse in heavy work and you're feeding oats, lupins, corn on top, you're not going to double up on your grain ration. So you're not going to overload the, the stomach with carbohydrates, starches, sugars, and overload the hindgut. What we're trying to ensure is to keep that hindgut environment healthy with a full high fiber complete feed with all the vitamin minerals required. So, so, you, so we're basically taking the risk of, of colic. Um, you know, obviously if, if, if people are feeding oats and corn and then they're feeding another premix commercial feed that's grain-based, that's a lot of grain byproduct, you know, going into, into the horse. We're balancing it out with a grain-free high in fibre. You're going to limit the, you know, the risk for, for, for tying up. Um, you're going to limit, you know, the risk of of ulcer and sort of laminitis and things like that as well. Yeah, you're not uh, doubling up on your grains, is, uh, is basically... That's a take-home message, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're not doubling up on your grains. Um, we do have a live probiotic and a prebiotic, which I think it's, it's, it's worth taking a time out to explain. Um, the live probiotic, from memory, is about 2.5 billion CFUs per kilogram of feed. Um, so unlike other companies out there, we actually have a live probiotic um, that has 
colony forming units and it's 2.5 billion um, in a yeast-based prebiotic which, which aids in, in, in fibre digestion. Yeah, what, what we wanted to aim was so you don't have to feed another digestive product on top just in a normal setting. So yeah, if horses are in heavy work under huge amounts of stress, maybe another digestive product is warranted. But overall, for a daily good ration, good gut health, complete feed, this is the one. For a horse, basically, that's, that's relatively healthy, that's not a very strenuous work, it's the ideal product um, because it's got everything at a maintenance level. So as Brian just mentioned, is we don't need to supplement with another gut product um, because the horse hasn't gone to that extreme where it needs the addition of a gut product. The grain-free was more or less developed with, without the need of feeding two or three different products as, as the industry has been, has been evolving for a while. Um, and obviously the cost per feed if you're not feeding three different products, will be a lot less. But as we said, you know, in, a, in an extreme circumstance where, where a horse is experiencing extremely heavy work or, or, or there's a lot of stress involved, there may be a need for a, for a gut supplement. Yeah, so how did we come up with the vitamin mineral profile of the complete grain-free? We had to identify the four minerals that were lacking in Australian pasture and soils. And these are copper, zinc, selenium and iodine. And these these four minerals, they do a myriad of functions within the horse. So they assist growth and metabolism, bone development, skin integrity, connective tissue and wound healing, even thyroid. What we see with vitamin mineral profiles, especially in the minerals, it's the ratio that is important, let alone throwing the kitchen sink at many level, high levels of minerals. If these ratios are out of balance, there's a lot of iron in the environment, there's a lot of iron everywhere else, then then it can cause issues with the horse. There's a lot of iron in hay, there's a lot of iron in pasture. A lot of the, even the pre-mixed feeds um, have a bit of iron. One, one research paper that we came across, which was a bit shocking to us, that even beet pulp has, has a substantial amount of iron, you know, depending on where it comes from. And most of it coming into Australia is imported from Europe. Um, the iron level ranges from about 700 to 750 from, from the numbers that we've seen, which is a lot of iron per one kilogram of feed. Um, do you want to explain maybe, Brian, what happens when there's an overload of iron in, in, in the horse's system? Yeah, so excess iron in the diet can prevent the absorption of copper and zinc. And the horse cannot excrete iron, so it'll store excess iron around the body, which can bring up a number of other health issues. So it's also been linked to a predisposition of infection arthritis, risk of tendon and ligament problems, as well as altered glucose metabolism, which is a problem with insulin resistant horses. So I think we've got six to seven times less iron per kilogram than what a kilogram of beet pulp is, which is substantial. Um, and then obviously zinc and copper then would be the missing link, yeah? Yeah. When you look at the nutrient profile of beet pulp, it's quite unbalanced. In what um, way, Brian? Just the zinc, copper and iron ratio. So leading equine nutritionists such as Dr. Kellen, uh, Dr. Getty, they recommend an iron to copper to zinc ratio of somewhere between 10, and f 10 to 4 of iron to 1 of copper to 3 of zinc. And this leads to a, a greater absorption in the hindgut. With beet pulp, you'd have to feed a vitamin mineral profile on top whereas we're, we've got a pro product that has it all in one. And, and that's basically how the, the grain-free complete 
was developed because we did look at different beat pulp products that at one stage Send did have its own beat pulp product that we used to that we used to market and, and sell that came out of Europe but that did have a flaw in its in its profile as Brian just mentioned that it wasn't a complete feed and, and our listeners would know very well that they needed to feed another vitamin and mineral supplement on top of the beet pulp to balance that out. I think um, every second phone call was screaming back for the complete formula to come back. Correct. And um, yeah, it was just that su- securing that supply in Australia and the drought last year. Yeah. It was very hard, but we're fly. It did take us close to nine months to actually figure out how to get the iron low, you know, how to, how to maximize the zinc and the copper. Because a lot of the, you know, these sort of products, whether it's stabilized rice brain or whether it's beet pulp, um, a lot of those natural raw ingredients are out of whack. So obviously, you know, feeding it short term is not going to be an issue. But if you have a, a horse that's prone to, to any illnesses, it will flare things up over time. Yeah. So d- just going on the profile of beet pulp, the fiber content is half the amount of what the complete grain free is. So it it's around 16% the beet pulp, whereas ours is over 33 Protein profile is is a lot poorer than ours. Ours is at fifteen percent. There's is at nine. Um, yeah, and it's just the the mineral ratios. No vitamin E, no vitamin D, biotin. There's none. So with beet pulp, you you would have to supplement with another balance of uh, vitamin mineral pellet or, or, or powder, powder. But that means feeding another product, which yeah. is another cost per day per feed that obviously you know people have to take into consideration whether you know it's stretching a budget or not plus the time involved too we know with beet pulp um you need to wet the actual shreds or, or whether it's a pallet and, and look i mean obviously to hydrate the horse it's it's a great idea but if people don't have all the time in the world to be wetting down their feeds for half an hour every day and then putting a powdered premix into it um, at what cost does that come yeah and when, when you can Compared the complete grain free to stabilized rice bran, we're on a total different theory. It's on a different planet, yeah, Brian, almost. I, th- I think so. So the stabilized rice bran is uh, 18% fat to our 6% fat, but we're trying to promote a healthier fat source. So with the sen oil added to the complete grain free, if you feed that on top, you're getting more omega-3, which is a more natural profile for the horse. Um, and just the fiber content of rice brands 13%, whereas the complete grain free is at 33%. So we're basically double the fiber content of a beet pulp and, yeah. a, and a stabilized rice brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to just address the starch and the sugars too, Brian? Because a lot of people sort of, um, you know, we get asked over, over the inquiries that we get over the phone and email about the starch and, and sugar content of, of our product compared to the other two. Yeah, so the beet pulp's not, not too bad. Okay. Um, it's under the 10% mark for the NSC, but stabilized rice bran is, is over that 10% for those metabolic horses. So yeah, the, the profile would not suit metabolically challenged horse. Or prone, prone horse yeah, laminitis prone. or anything like that. Yeah, so, and overall the mineral profiles of stabilized rice bran and beet pulp are insufficient um, if fed by themselves. Correct, okay. So basically, so just to summarize, um, we've, we've created a product that, that pretty much has every ratio of the NRC requirements in its right place, where the stabilized rice, bran and beet pulp are mainly just a raw ingredients without any added um, sort of you know, minerals, vitamins, apart from maybe one or two in, in a stabilized rice, bran. 
I think the other aspect to consider with everything that's going on in the world these days with the COVID thing and, and um, obviously, you know, unemployment sort of rising, we were very mindful when we created the grain-free product to try to use Australian raw ingredients. Um, and it was very difficult, obviously, to, to, to obtain the raw ingredients we use in, in the grain-free, but also have it that we're not going to run out like we previously have. Um, so we're all for supporting 100% Australian businesses, 100% Australian raw ingredients. Um, the other product we mentioned, the stabilised rice bran and a beet pulp, um, are imported from, from overseas because obviously Australia doesn't, doesn't grow um, huge amounts of, of rice. And the rice that is grown goes to human consumption rather than animal consumption. Um, so those products do have to be imported. Um, where we prefer to use Australian raw ingredients where we can. The other point I'd like to address today is that um, with a lot of feed companies, the raw ingredients change seasonally. So obviously not every crop grows year round and, and feed companies tend to change the, the raw ingredients as the season comes and season ends. Um, we've managed to, to keep the same formula for, for our grain-free product all year round. So there's not going to be any inconsistencies with, with change of, of palette, colour, change of ingredients. Um, we, we very much pride ourselves on keeping that high product quality throughout the whole year. Yeah. And you're getting a fresher product? Well, basically, the way that, that we do the production for, for the grain-free, it's, it's a small batch production, and, and we do that to maintain um, absolute quality on every batch. Um, so that's why we don't have a lot of stock sitting around a warehouse for, for, for 6 to 12 months. Um, most of the production runs get into the into the um, into the produce stores within two weeks. And I think a lot of customers have to think about is when you do pick up a bag of feed from the produce store, that that hasn't just been sitting in the produce store. That's been sitting in a warehouse for dispatchment. Some of these warehouses, they are they've been there for months. They've so, been there for months. So That's a thing we pride ourselves on having absolute freshness, transparency. Um, the formula, unlike some other, other feed companies, will not change throughout the year. So we, we have managed to, um, to supply the raw ingredients that, that the formula will be the same pretty much 12 months of the year. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like, food, fresh food is better for you. You want fresher food for your horses, and we're giving that opportunity to the market. The other key point, Brian, to take home is that um, with people feeding chaff as well, the fiber content of, of the grain free is, is 12 to 15% higher than what, than what chaff is. And you are getting all the other benefits of the vitamins, the minerals, the pro and prebiotics. Um, so for the sake of, of you know, not feeding two or three other products, you can feed the send grain complete for, for five bucks more, which, mm. which, which is very good value for money. Yeah, you'll be saving that chaff cutter. Or... The horse chopper's own chaff, as we say. Yeah. They're experts at it. So let's leave it up to them, not the chaff people. Yeah, and that long stem roughage is highly beneficial for them. And what, what we're trying to advocate here is making that roughage the centerpiece of the diet not the bag feed. We aim for 1.5% of their body weight, which, which on a lot of the, the commercial bag feeds, it does state to feed 1.5% roughage, whether it's hay, yeah. pasture, or chaff. Brian, you try to feed your horse 1.5% chaff, let's just say 500 kilogram horse at 1.5%, that's almost six kilograms. On a, on a, one, you know, on a stomach that can carry 2.2 kilograms of grain at any one sitting, it's almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah, and it, just, it doesn't make sense for their system. No, no, we're, with the long stem, um, roughage is what, is what Brian said, they take their time to chew it, there's more saliva created, um, it aids in digestion, 
Any other benefits for iron? Still add salt to your diet. We can't include enough sodium and chloride in the pellet, otherwise we'll be foregoing other important minerals. So providing that salt at five to 10 grams per 100 kg body weight, it's just gonna, on a daily basis, is just going to ensure that they've got hydration, it activates their thirst. And the reason why we haven't put a lot of fat into the grain-free is, is purely because we have the omega-3 sen oil. Um, which complements the, the grain-free. So any, any customers that might say, oh, well, you know, like you're low on fat, it is true, but we're, ho like we're very high in fiber and we do have the sen oil that obviously complements the grain-free. Yeah, we didn't want to include an oil in the palate because we know oils, are, when they're not stabilized, they'll go rancid. Rancidity is showing that the omegas have been oxidized and you need to keep them out of air. Um, heat. Of, yeah, heat and light. So. By putting that in a pellet, it's just not gonna work. A good plant-based source. Also, Brian, if we say minimum of, of, um, of 60 mil of sen oil for a horse in maintenance, I mean, that's the equivalent of, of roughly 180 grams of, of oats or a commercial pellet. It's impossible to put 60 mil you know, per kilogram of feed. Otherwise, you know, like the pellet will be swimming in the oil. Yeah. So, so this is why a lot of other feed companies that put oil into the actual feed itself, it's at a very minute level where 60 mil of sand oil into the horse feed, obviously, you know, that will hit a lot of the boxes for the omega-3 and extra calories. Yeah, there's so many more benefits adding the oil separately. And again, it's gonna be a fresher product and it'll be better for your horse's health. Thanks for listening. That wraps up the podcast on the new Send Complete Grain Free. If you have any questions, please get in contact and we'll have another podcast to you real soon.